In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure numbered standard IPv4 access controllers. I'll show you how to do it, and we'll talk about those concepts along the way. Standard access control lists are router configuration scripts that control whether a router permits or denies packet based on a source address. This activity focuses on defining filtering criteria, configuring standard ACLs, applying ACLs to router interfaces, and verifying and testing the ACL implementation. Our routers are going to be already configured, including IP addresses and EIGRP routing. We'll be discussing how to plan an access control list implementation, including configuring, applying, and then verifying our standard ACL. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Packet Tracer Lab 5.1.8 Configure Numbered Standard IP Version 4 Access Control List. Here I have our Packet Tracer file open. On the left side, I have our work area that has our topology. That's where we're going to do our configuration of our devices. On the right side, I have the instructions. For this lab, I'm just going to use the Packet Tracer activity window that opens up when you open up Packet Tracer. No need to have a Word document because there's no questions to answer. We can see our topology here. We have three routers in the center, and then we have then there's some switches connected, and finally we have some PCs or servers at the ends of those switches. We have our addressing table over here. All this is how all of our devices are configured: what IP addresses, the subnet max, and then if they have a default gateway or not. Down to our instructions. Part one: plan an access control list implementation. So investigate the current network configuration. Before applying any ACLs to the network, it's important you confirm that you have full connectivity. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna ping our devices, but I'm gonna selectively ping. I'm gonna choose PC1 right here, and then I'm gonna ping the far devices sorta of on each leg of our network. So from PC1, I'm gonna ping PC2, from PC1, I'm going to ping PC3, and then from PC1, I'm going to ping web the web server. If I can ping all of those, that means I can navigate our network correctly. I can get through all the devices. Our configuration should be should be set up and ready for us. So I'm going to click on PC1, slide it over, make sure I'm on the desktop tab, and click the command prompt application. From here, I'm gonna go ahead and type in ping, and then I'm gonna scroll up to our addressing table, get the IP address for PC2, which is right here, 192.168.11.10. I'm gonna go type that in, 192.168.11.10. Well, looks like we're gonna fail the first echo request, but then the next three worked. I'm guessing once again, that echo request and waiting for the echo reply to come back timed out because we had to do some ARP lookups on the way through. I'm gonna repeat the command just to make sure it works. So I hit the up arrow once and hit enter. All four pings came back correctly. I'm gonna ping PC3, 192.168.30.10. 192.168.30.10. 192 
So start off with the word ping. So ping and then 192.168.30.10. Hopefully once again, we're doing some ARP lookups. So the first request timed out and the next three worked. I'm going to verify that hit the up arrow once and hit enter. Make sure that all four pings work this time. PC one is able to ping PC three. And the last one I'm going to do is ping from PC one to our web server. Here's our web server at 192.168.20.254. So I'm going to go ahead and ping that address. 192.168.20.254 most likely we'll have to do an ARP lookup so the first ping should fail next three worked I'm going to go ahead and repeat that up arrow once hit enter all four pings are going to work so we have verified we have connectivity from end to end on our network that takes care of part one, step one, on to part one, step two. Evaluate two network policies and plan access control list implementations. The following network policies are implemented on R2. The 192.168.11.0/24 network is not allowed to access the web server. So here on R2, the 192.168.11 network, which is PC2 down here, PC2 and the network it's on is not allowed to access the web server. So we have that up here. All other traffic can reach the web server. To restrict access from the 192.168.11/24 network to the web server. Without interfering other traffic, an ACL must be created on R2. The access list must be placed on the outbound interface to the web server. Up here on R2, we want to place that access control list right here on the interface that goes to the web server. If I click in this window, mouse over this triangle, we can see that it's gig zero zero. So on gig zero zero, we want to put that access control list a second rule must be created on r2 to permit all other traffic once again we have to permit something through our access control list if we don't permit something it's going to be denied because we have to have that permit because that last one after we go through all the access control entries in our access control list each one of those lines if nothing matches a permit to get through that last line is that implicit deny. We deny all traffic on that access control list at the end. Then step 2B, the following network policies are implemented on R3. R3 is right here. The 192.168.10.0 network, that network over here where PC1 is on, to the 192.168.30 network to where PC3 is. So PC1 to PC3 is not allowed to, or sorry, the 192.168.10.0 network is not allowed to communicate with that 30 network. So any PCs on this network over here on the bottom left is not allowed to communicate with any PC over here on the right. 
all other access is permitted that's where we have to make sure we permit that traffic to come through here to restrict access to the from the 192.168.10.0 network to the 192.168.30.0 network without interfering the other traffic and acl will need to be created on R3. The ACL will be placed on the outbound interface of R3. So right here, we're gonna place that outbound ACL. A second rule must be created on R3 to permit all other traffic. Takes care of part one, on to part two. Configure, apply, and verify a standard access control list. Once again, a standard access control list only looks at the source IP address. It only looks at the source IP address. An extended looks at source and destination IP address. It looks at TCP, UDP. It looks at what layer four it's it's working at. And so you can filter more granularly on an, on an extended, but right now we're going to create a standard where we're only looking at the source IP address. Step one, configure and apply a numbered standard ACL on R2. Create an, an ACL using the number one on R2 with a statement that denies access to the 192.168.20-24 network from the 192.168.11-24 network. So on R2, I'm going to go ahead and click on R2 right here. Brings up my window. I make it a little bit bigger going right to left so it lays out better when the text shows up on my screen we only have one tab here the cli so we're good to go on that one uh, no password so i hit enter brings us right in there so i can go ahead and type enable brings us into privilege exec mode now to create our access control list and add access control entries we need to be in global configuration so go ahead and type config t now we can go ahead and enter in our access control entry for access control list one. That starts off with the keyword of access dash, okay, I spell access correctly. So access dash list space, and then the number of our access control list, we're going to use one. And then we need to deny access. So we're going to have the keyword deny, because right here you could put deny permit or remark. We're going to deny traffic and then once again we're looking at the source address so it's from from the 192.168.11 slash 24 network so 192.168.11.0 network and then it has the subnet mask here but when we create an acl we need the wildcard mask it's the inverse of that subnet mask the ones and the zeros are inversed. If we look here in a subnet mask, we got 24 ones followed by eight zeros. If we invert that for our wildcard mask, that will give us 000.225. The other way to convert it from a subnet mask into a wildcard mask is put 255.255.255.255. .255 .255 .255. So you got 
four 255s, then put your subnet mask in dotted decimal notation below it, so that'd be 255, 255, 255.0, and then you subtract the top from the bottom. So in the first octet, you'd have 255 minus 255, that would give you a zero. Second octet, 255, 255, that would give you a zero. Third octet, 255 minus 255, that would give you a third zero in the third octet. And then in the fourth octet, you have 255 minus, and the subnet mask had a zero in that fourth octet. So 255 minus zero gives us 255. Three zeros, when we subtract the 255 minus from 255 in the first three columns, and then dot 255, that was 255 minus zero. So 000 zero, zero, dot 255 is our wildcard mask. 0.0.0.255. Okay, that creates it, that, that denies that traffic, but then we have to permit everything else, and that's what we're doing here in step 1B. By default, an access list denies all traffic that does not match any rules. To permit all other traffic, we have to do, we have to create a permit statement. And so we start off with access list, this access control list, or sorry, this access control entry we're creating belongs to access list and then one again. And here we want to permit and normally you put the source address in here, but we want to apply every, or we want to permit everything else to go through this connection. And so what we can do, we can put quad zero, quad zero in there, or we can use the keyword of any, A-N-Y. Now permit anything. If we look back here, the first access control entry in our access list one here will get executed. If it matches this network with this wildcard mask, it will be denied. If it doesn't match this first access control entry, it'll go down to the second one and it'll permit anything that makes it down here. And if for some reason it makes it past this, then it goes into the implicit deny where it gets denied. But the second statement will allow it to go through. Now, to verify this, what we can do is enter in a command, but we need to be in privilege exact mode. So go ahead and type exit once. Now to verify it, we can do a show space access dash list command and it'll list it out. Here it says we have a standard IP access list with a number of one. These are our sequence numbers. So sequence number 10 here is the deny from the PC one network, the bottom left network with its wildcard mask. Sequence number 20 is permit anything else. We didn't have to put the 10 and 20 in, the operating system did that for us. Now, once we created it, we have to actually apply it to an interface. We are applying it to, once again, we're working up here on R2. We're going to apply it to the exit interface that's going to the web server. That would be right here. We are looking at, so I click in the window, I mouse over to triangle. We're going to apply to gig zero, zero. We got a new adjacency. We had some systems going up and down here. But we can just hit enter and not have to worry about that. 
And so we have to go into that interface of gig zero zero. From our privileges exec mode, we can go ahead and type config T, brings us in the global configuration mode. Then now we can go into interface space G zero slash zero. So we're going into gig zero zero. Our prompt now changes saying we're in interface configuration mode. And right here is where we're going to apply that access list. And so this is dealing with the IP suite. And so what group, what group of access control entries are we gonna do? So our command here is access dash group. And then you put in that number we created up here. It's, it's access list one, or you can look at the directions in the lab, but we have access list one right here. And so that's what we need to put right here. We need to specify what access list it is. And then finally, we need to specify direction. So I put a one, I put a space, now I put a question mark. And so we either need to say inbound packets or outbound packets. And we wanna look at the packets that are going out of the gig zero zero interface. So we can go ahead and type out and it applies that access control list to outbound traffic on gig zero zero here on R2. Part, part two, step one is done. On to part, part two, step two, configure and apply a numbered ACL on R3. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize this. Once again, here's R3. We're gonna create the ACL on the interface that's going down here to PC3. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna block traffic from this bottom left network, the 192.168.10.0 network, and stop it from entering this network here, the 192.168.30.0 network. To do that, we go on R3 here, make the window a little bit bigger going right to left. Hit enter, type in enable to get us into privilege exec mode. And then config T to get into global configuration mode. Create an ACL using the number one on R3. So we're in R3, we're gonna use the number one as our ACL. Denies access to the 192.168.30 network. And once again, this is a standard ACL where we need to look at source addresses so we're going to this one this is the destination but it's from pc1 and pc1 is on the 192.168.10.0 network this is the address we need to use and once again this is a slash 24 subnet and remember a slash 24 subnet is going to give you a wildcard mask of 000.255 so in global configuration mode we can type in access dash list and then we're using access list number one and we're going to deny that traffic from the 192.168.10.0 network and put in our wildcard mask of 0.0.0.255 that creates our that that'll block traffic from the bottom left network getting onto the bottom right network then we have to make sure we permit everything else so we go into access dash list and then it's once again it's the same access control list it's number one but this time instead of denying we're going to permit so permit 
and we're going to permit everything else. Anything else that doesn't match that first access control entry, we're going to allow anything else through. We could put two quad zeros in there, but instead we're going to use the keyword of any. So anything will be permitted through there. Let's see. And once again, when you type in something wrong in the Cisco world, it will tell you. Right here, it said an invalid input detected at the marker. Here's the marker. It's pointing up right here to this character, and I spelt list wrong. I have L-I-A-T instead of L-I-S-T. So I need to correct that. I hit up arrow once, left arrow over. Change that A to an S. There we go. And with the Cisco operating system, no news is good news. If I did it correctly, Cisco's not going to tell me. If you did it wrong, like I did previously, it will let you know. So I have my two entries in my access control list. Let's go ahead and confirm that we actually have that. Go ahead and type exit once. Then once again, the command to show us our access list is show space access dash list. Here we have our standard IP access list, access list number one. Sequence number 10 is the deny from the bottom left network. Sequence 20 is to permit anything else. Exactly what we're looking for. Next step is to apply it to an interface. I'm going to click in this window. And once again, we're on R3 right here. And we're looking at getting it. We're filtering traffic onto this network. And so the interface we want to apply it on is the out interface right here. So I clicked in this window. I moused over the green triangle and it's telling me we want to put it on gig zero zero. So if I want to put it on gig zero zero, I go into global configuration mode. I go into the interface of gig zero slash zero. And then from here, I can go ahead and I can apply that list or that access control list, that group of access control entries. The command to do that once again is IP because it's part of the IP suite. And then it's access group for that group of access control entries. So IP space access dash group. And then what number were we access list we're working on? We were working on number one. And then finally, what direction? We want to apply to all traffic going out the gig zero zero interface. So we put in the word out. That gives us completion of step two. On to step three, verify ACL configuration and functionality. Enter the show run or show IP interface gig zero zero command to verify ACL placements. So I'm gonna go ahead, click on zero zero, or sorry, I, I clicked on R2 I'm logged in here, type in exit, exit. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do a show space running config, or just simply a show run. And then I'm gonna go down until I see information about my access control list. First thing I'm looking at here is my interface of gig zero zero. Here we can see IP access group the group of those access control entries for access list one is applied to the out interface that's what we're looking for then i hit spacebar again brings me down a little bit further i have access list and then the number 
and then we have a deny statement in there. So this is our first access control entry in access list one, where we're denying traffic. And then the second one, we're permitting anything else that makes it this far. That's looking good for our access list. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize R2. I'm gonna pull up R3 here. I'm gonna do the same thing. Exit out once, exit out twice, gets us into privilege exec mode. Go ahead and do a show running config or simply show run. Take me down to the interface. Right here is gig zero zero. And we can see that we have access list one applied to the out traffic. If I hit space bar again, brings me down to the actual access control entries in my access list one. So here is the first access control entry, belongs to access list one. We're denying traffic from the bottom left network to the bottom right network. And then if it if it doesn't match that, it goes down to the second one where we permit anything else to come through. Those configurations, those look good. I'm gonna minimize this. We're gonna check it a, a second way. So back on R2, what I'm gonna do here is do a show IP interface gig zero slash zero and hit enter. Now looking through here, we can see a bunch of information. Like here's our IP address. A little bit further down, we can see that we have an outgoing access list here is number one. And then the inbound access list isn't set. Once again, we are on interface G00 here on R2. We have an outbound access list of one. We have an inbound access list that is not set. So we can verify what access lists are applied to the interface and what direction. Once again, you can only apply one access control list to an interface in one direction. So at most, you could have two access control lists per interface, one for inbound traffic, one for outbound traffic. Let's go ahead and take a look at R3 quickly. Go ahead and type in show IP interface gig zero slash zero. Once again, gives us some information. We're up and up. Here's our IP address and a couple more lines down. We have the outgoing access list is one. Inbound access list is not set. Exactly like we would expect to see. Takes care of step 3A onto step 3B. With the two ACLs in place, network traffic is restricted according to the policies detailed in part one. Use the following test to verify that. A ping from 192.168.10.10. Well, .10.10 is PC1. So from PC1 here. So a ping from PC1 to 192.168.11.10 should succeed. But I forgot the word ping. So up arrow once, left arrow over, type in P-I-N-G space. Now I'm going to ping it. And so we're going from PC1 here to PC2. Looks like I had to do an ARP request just to verify it actually worked. Up arrow once, hit enter, all four are working. So we can ping from PC1 to PC2. We didn't set up any ACLs there on R1. That should continue to work. Next, ping from PC1 here to our web server. See if that succeeds. And so I'm on PC1 here. Go ahead and type in ping 
Probably going to have to do an ARP lookup once for a timeout. And all three worked. I'm going to just repeat that again. Up arrow, hit enter. All four is working. So that succeeds. Now, from 192.168.11.10, that is this network right here. Ping the web server. And once again, remember, we set up the ACL right here on R2 on the outbound interface to block all traffic from the 192.168.11 network. So that should fail. PC2, open up our command prompt, go ahead and type in ping, and then the IP address of the web server, 192.168.20.254. And we're getting a message back saying destination unreachable. Our ACL is blocking traffic correctly. It is not letting it going, it's not letting it go through. And it's coming from 10.1.1.2. If we scroll up to our table here, 10.1.1.2 is actually up on R2. It's the serial interface. And so the serial interface right here, this interface is on this device. So R2 is saying, I cannot get there. I cannot get to the web server. It, the host is unreachable. And we know it's because we set up that ACL to filter out traffic outbound on that interface. Looking here... Then we are going to ping from PCA to 30. So from the bottom left network, we're going to ping from here to here. Once again, that should fail because we set up that ACL right here. We set up that ACL right there. I'll open up PC1 again. They've been ping, and then the address of 192.168.30.10. That should fail because we had that ACL that's blocking traffic from PC1's network. Now what we're going to do is we're going to go from PCB right here and ping, or sorry, PC2 and ping PC3. We, we don't have an ACL blocking traffic there, so that should succeed. I'm going to go ahead, type in ping, and then the IP address for PC3, which is 192.168.30.10. Hopefully we're just doing an ARP lookup here. One request timed out and then the three other work. So we did an ARP request for the first ping. I'm gonna repeat the command, up arrow, hit enter, all four works. And then finally to verify our last one, we're gonna ping from 192.168.30.10, which is PC3 up to the web server. So we're gonna go from PC3 up to the web server. And remember, the only ACL we had blocking traffic was from PC1. So PC3 to the web server should work. Open up our command prompt, type in ping, then the IP address of our web server, 192.168.20.254. And all four worked. We didn't even have to do an ARP lookup that time. So it is working as predicted as we set up our access control list. Step 3B is done, on to step 3C. Issue the show access list commands again on R2 and R3. You should see output that indicates the number of packets that have matched each line of the access list. Note the number matches shown for your routers may be different due to the number of pings. We repeated those pings a couple of times, so we're gonna have more matches. But let's go ahead and look at that. So on R2, I'm gonna click on R2. 
and then we're the command we're going to enter in is show access dash lists and hit enter and we can see here we have we were denied from when we were on pc2 we had four denials but then we permitted anything else and we ping from pc one we ping from pc3 so we had a number of successful matches there let's go ahead and take a look at r3 r3 we can do the same thing Joe access dash list and here we can see we have four matches for the four pings we denied from PC1 to the web server, and then we ping PC2 and PC3 several times to the web server. And so we do have several matches there. That was Packet Tracer Lab 5.1.8 Configure Numbered Standard IP Version 4 Access Control List. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.